I'm Jim Collison and live from the Gallup Studios here in Washington, D.C. This is Gallup's Builder Talent Tuesday, Season 1, recorded on May 23rd, 2017. Builder Talent Tuesday's Gallup web series that dives deep into the builder talent profile themes, one theme at a time, and today's talent is determination. If you have questions, comments, or contributions during this webcast, we do have a chat room. It's available for you right below the main video window. If you just look straight down there on the video window, there's a chat room that's down there. Bottom left-hand corner, click Login, choose the guest account, put your name in where it says guest, and hit Submit. Great way to ask questions during the program. I'd love to have you come in and do that as well. If you're listening to the recorded version or you have Questions about custom strengths, coaching solutions for small, medium, or large organizations, we do that as well. You can send us an email. And really, the best email to c- communicate with us, coaching at gallup.com. Micah Leibrant is our host today. Micah is a workplace consultant with us here at Gallup. And Micah, always look forward to Builder Talent Tuesday as we learn these talents. Welcome back. Thanks, Jim. Great to be here. Um, thanks for joining us from your undisclosed bunker there in D.C. It does feel a little weird. I'm not going to lie. I get, you know, a studio fits like a glove after a while. And we're trying this experiment where we, uh, when I'm in the D.C. area, so we don't have to reschedule, that we, we've kind of built a studio here. I wish I had a better backdrop. But this is what you see in a regular studio, right? When you, it's those, that's that. Yeah, you funny. look pretty legit. Well, okay. It's important that I at least look legit. <laughs> Half the battle, my friend. I'm thrilled to talk about determination. Are you excited about this one? Yeah, let's dig in. What do we got? Excellent. So we are clicking clipping right along at that talking about these 10 themes and really diving deep into them. Remember, Builder Profile 10 really is an assessment to take a look at, at successful entrepreneurial talent. And in a moment, after we allow her to unmute, you're gonna get to meet Alexis Taylor, who is pure determination. I mean, she is just a fantastic poster child when it comes to this talent theme. If you have haven't yet downloaded our companion guide, I'd encourage you to pause at this point and just go go back and download that because what I'll do for you is I'll take you through really what does determination mean and then we'll get to bring on Alexis and hear from uh, from a real person about how do you how do you add some color and, and really see it in a human being. Uh, determination, I this morning I was talking with our friend Kristen Gregory who's currently teaching this builder profile curriculum in Omaha today and I said that's great tell me about determination. We go live in 10 minutes and I want to read you the exact texts that she sent me back. She said, perseverance, period, grit, period, stubborn, period. I said, that's awesome, but it's not enough. I've got, I've got to, I've got to, you know, fill 10 minutes. What else can you say? And so she helped me really understand that determination is the stick to it, no matter what theme. Um, if you read uh, the the short theme description there on your companion guide, you'll read things like an intense commitment to success, um, eagerness to take action. They rely on high motivation to turn adversity into opportunity. Uh, those with high determination can see beyond the roadblocks that might stop others and visualize a better future. There's quite a bit of creativity in that. The ability, I, I think it's such a cool combination of creativity and work ethic when you when you think about determination, the kind of hope that that can instill in others when you don't necessarily see a roadblock as being the end of the journey. You see it as being a change and perhaps a new and bigger opportunity. 
So this theme's power and edge, it looks like um, being persistent and tenacious in, in pursuing goals. Um, they tend to have a tremendous work ethic and a unique ability to overcome setbacks. Uh, they're, they tend to be pretty resilient, the ability to bounce back when they're knocked down and see that just as part of, of building a different journey. Those with high determination tend to do whatever it takes in order to achieve what they desire. Um, so what does it look like in action? In, you know, in a real person, you might see them confronting obstacles head on. You might see quick recovery from, from any setbacks. Um, that leads to a recognition of opportunities that others may miss. Think about a recognition of business opportunities as well as relationship opportunities. Um, incredible startup creation. Um, oftentimes what keeps people from even starting the idea of starting a startup is a lack of determination. Uh, but what when you think about uh, seeing obstacles as energizers, you can imagine how that might lead to some great startup creation, attainment of business goals, and energizing employees. Uh, there can be a lot of positivity and, and, as I mentioned before, a lot of hope in the determination theme. We also want to talk about um, some potential blind spots. One is when you're so committed and you bring such a heavy, I think, dose of, of hardworkingness to something, it can be difficult to change gears even when you need to change gears. So um, commitment to following through on a course of action sometimes can be blinding from uh, necessary change to that action. So in order to, to really invest in that talent and, and see it through on the very best path, we think about advising those with determination or coaching them into ways that they can keep close tabs on business outcomes, help them adjust course and strategy as part of the plan. Again, determination is all about being able to overcome obstacles. So if from the very beginning, you can, you can set the expectation for yourself that I'm going to need some milestones. I'm going to need some touch points where I can make sure that we're still on the right path and keep that bigger picture in perspective. That certainly will help you make sure that your stick to itiveness is in the most is in the best place to get the greatest return on your investment. Uh, we also think about having multiple business goals, knowing that they might not all be equally attainable or equally important, and really staying curious, using great partners to help you align that, um, that ability to knock down barriers so that it, um, it isn't just because you said you were going to do it, but it is because it's the right thing to get you to get you to that big picture of the business goals. Another blind spot we talk about is you can take it incredibly personally when something fails. Uh, you've got that, uh, that heart and soul and that passion, that same passion that propels you forward to, to knock down barriers can also be mean that you take, you take those barriers that much more personally and that much more seriously. Uh, that can lead to, to discontentment, to disappointment, and to regret um, when, when you do fail. So think about setting yourself up with that expectation from the very beginning, really focusing on what are you learning at every stage of the game and quickly pouring those new discoveries into future ventures. Uh, keep moving forward. I think about, let's be honest, I have a two-year-old who really loves finding Nemo. And the other day, my two-year-old who has a lot of words, um, we were picking strawberries and I said, hey, Simon, we need to keep going. And he looked at me and he laughed and he said, just keep swimming. 
<laughs> I said, yeah, but I think there's a lot of a lot of determination in the animated fish uh, saying just keep swimming. That is a, a lot of what I think builders and entrepreneurs with determination bring to the table is the ability to continue to move forward. So think about energizing any setbacks and any failures with what am I learning that I can move forward with? How am I growing? How am I different because of these failures? And how's that going to benefit uh, my future work? Uh, a couple things when we think about how do you coach uh, determination, how do you help um, maximize that kind of perseverance? I think first is uh, make sure that you're leaning into the fact that you see possibilities when other people see barriers. Find the best ways that you can illustrate what you see because you can be a visionary leader of hope and of a better future. Um, those folks with high determination tend to get a lot of energy from creative people. So think about um, surrounding yourself with inventors or with folks who have ideas that, again, in a similar way, ideas that other people can't see or aren't noticing. Uh, it can be a fantastic partnership with your grit and determination and their creativity. Always keep the big picture in mind um, and always keep the big picture in metrics. So it's going to bring you inspiration and help prioritize what you need to attack. If you can think about what is not just the goal directly in front of me, but the entire big goal and then align some milestones against that. Um, also think about tuning into the shifting business landscape. Like we said, you, you can be, um, one of my favorite terms is a dog with a bone. You can, once you've got your sights locked into something, that determination can, uh, like a laser guided missile, can keep you locked into that until you see it through. Also think about um, the necessity to have relevant goals according to your business landscape, according to your clientele, or if you're within an organization, according to your internal customers as well. Um, so think about um, some favorite ventures that you have and make sure that, though, that that favoritism isn't blinding your ability to stay relevant. Plant ideas, plant stopping points to make sure that you are uh, really staying up to speed with what's ahead of the curve. Um, don't focus on the cause of setbacks, uh, but really think about how can I move through them? Again, that's where your sweet spot is. It's not on the analysis of what went wrong. It's on when do I get to take that next step? So also think about reflecting on your success. Um, also, those with determination in many cases find themselves on the leading edge of brand new ideas. And that means that in many cases you have to make some tough decisions. Um, again, with that same idea as, as with a setback, make sure that you can move forward through those tough calls or those tough challenges. Um, rely on a support system personally who can help you deal with hard choices that you have to make. Find those people who you know have your back no matter what so that that can free you up to really make um, maybe some tough calls and maybe some, some difficult decisions. There's determination in a nutshell. I hope that helps for you. Um, at this point, uh, the best part of our entire um, podcast today is I get to bring in Alexis Taylor, who is determination in, in person form. So Alexis, please go ahead and unmute and welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me, Micah and Jim. Really a pleasure to be here. And a shout out to Todd Johnson as well for recommending me for this. Really appreciate that. You know, I would second that shout out, Todd. You've done a fantastic job of giving us some really rock star guests. And as he was prepping me about you, Alexis, he said, I can't wait for you two to meet because she's phenomenal. <laughs> so I would echo that. I'm, I'm really excited for the rest of you listening today to meet Alexis. Alexis is a program manager at nothing else than an organization that's actually called Three Day Startup. Alexis, what does that mean? Can you tell us a little bit about what you do? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So three-day startup in our name, we run three-day programs for university students around the world to help them start companies and build their entrepreneurial potential. So we do this on six continents around the world, and we're really teaching the skills that everyone needs for the 21st century, the fourth industrial age that we're moving into around creativity, problem solving, lean startup skills, kind of the main things that you need to adapt with all the changes that are going on in the world today. Fantastic. So tell us um, about determination. How did your determination land you where you are today? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's really good. Um, determination has always really been a part of my life in so many different ways. I think it goes back to when I was in middle school and high school and even throughout college. Determination has shown up for me in just the vast amount of things that I do and accomplish in a lot of my life. So in in high school, an actual good story about this is I was going out for a lot of different clubs and looking for leadership opportunities. And I was trying to see if I could, you know, use my leadership capabilities as the president of different organizations. And I ended up going out for five different groups to become their president and lead them into the next school year. And I ended up receiving all those positions, which was really incredible. And my determination really showed up there because I had a lot on my hands and a lot of different things that I was doing during that school year. But yeah, it's always been a part of my journey in many different ways. Let's just rewind. You were the president of five groups all at the same time? Yes. How did that go? I mean, that sounds to me like I would be terrified and I would completely shut down and be overwhelmed. But how did it feel for you? Yeah, so it was a little crazy. I think just reflecting on determination and through my life and how it's shown up, one of the things that I do is I set these really big goals for myself. And so kind of in the distance, I know where I'm going. I kind of know where the beacon is and where I'm headed. But then I try five, six, ten different paths to get there. And so in high school, I was like, well, I really want to become president of an organization. I want to try to, you know, be a leader of a larger organization and test out my leadership skills. And so I applied for all these different organizations and groups. And they ended up all happening. uh, But that's part of how I see determination is you, you know, you have kind of your big goal at the end, but you try a bunch of different paths to get there. And sometimes they all work out. Um, sometimes they don't, but it's important by kind of taking all those different shots that allows you to achieve what your end goal is. How does it feel when you come up against an obstacle? What's your, your immediate reaction when you realize one of those paths is not going to work? My immediate reaction is just to not worry about it and divert it and say, okay, we're going to go with the other five paths that are working. And so similar to an entrepreneur throughout the process, I'm pivoting kind of on all of my different paths. So um, yeah, with three-day startup, for instance, when we were looking at starting to um, apply for government grants, that's something that we're doing now and I've been leading the charge on a lot. And something as a nonprofit, interestingly, we have not done in the past because we have an earned revenue model. And when we first began to apply for grants, I applied for some with foundations, um, some at community foundations, corporations, you know, government grants. So all different types of all different types of areas and ways that you could receive funding that way. And 
I found out that with foundations, it wasn't a great fit because it was a little bit longer cycle. With corporations, there wasn't um, a great synergy between our missions and our goals just for the ones that I looked at. So those two got knocked out. For community foundations, there were other human services organizations and groups focusing on low-income or underserved communities that at you know our point in history, we weren't focused on that area in particular. And then we, you know, thinking about government grants, there were some opportunities, um, foreign policy, diplomatic-wise, that it fit for us to work with the State Department and help them with some of their innovation initiatives abroad. And so this was kind of a, a six-month process, but I kept running little tests for each one of these places with the end goal of being, by the end of this year, we want to receive you know, grant funding in some way for an organization. And as those kind of got knocked off, I didn't worry about it too much because I knew that we were trying so many different things that one of them was likely to work out, that it was the quality that was going to lead to quantity or the quantity that was going to lead to quality versus the other way around. It sounds like it's a narrowing process for you. Like you, you're just constantly sorting to what works and using each of these steps of learning what doesn't work just to inform the next step of what do I do differently? Yeah, hundred percent. What are your other three BP10 themes? My other three are independence, confidence, relationship. Those are my other three. Awesome. Do you see any of those other three really working uh, hand in hand with with your style of determination? Oh, yeah. Oh, all the time. So independence, 100%. um, Because with all those different projects, thinking about present day in the grants test that I was kind of mentioning, um, you know, I was running those all myself. And I do not have a grant writing background at all. (laughs) And so when I when we were thinking about the goal to go after grants, I was like, well, this is great, but nobody knows how to do that. And so I ended up going around in the community, finding all the key professionals who work on grants, um, cold calling people in D.C. actually to figure out, hey, um, you, you work at the State Department. How do grants work? How, you know, how do we identify funding opportunities? What does this look like? So um, I was, in terms of independence, I was kind of taking that autonomy on my own um, and working through all these different experiments, trying to figure out which one would work and having that confidence behind, okay, I know something's going to work. I just have to keep trying, keep pushing, um, keep persevering through people saying, no, it won't work, or people giving me information that may or may not work within our context. And then the relationship piece is really important because through the grants that we're working on now, um, we've built over 50 partnerships with the community to be able to continue running um, our grant with the State Department um, and for the other relationships that I built, too, through figuring out that that process of what grant um, to go after, whether it's government or foundations or corporations, I still keep in touch with those individuals. And they're still really helpful in terms of seeing new opportunities and um, where organization could go in the future. So I see them all playing together really well. Wow. It's a really beautiful description of how independence and relationship can both inspire and motivate you. Um, And I love the, oh, I've never written a grant before. Don't worry. We don't have any grant writers. I'll do it. I'll cold call folks at the State Department and just ask. Yeah. That's excellent. Uh, They're asking in the chat room right now, what are your Clifton Strengths themes, your top five? Oh, my top five are Achiever. Oh, 
I had just had it. It's achiever connectedness is my second. And then learner ideation and positivity. Cool. Very yeah. cool. That's awesome. Uh, we love it when our, our folks in the chat room start to ask those questions. That's why I don't ask you right ahead because it's a good clue mm. that they're listening when they say, I wonder if she has <laughs> X, Y, Z. I'm curious about That's determination. Right. Where does your, how do you know what you're fighting for? Mm. Does it come from a business goal? Is it more of a value system? How do you know what the big goal should be in the very beginning? Yeah, that's, that's great. That's a constant struggle to find that focus. I think that's something that I always have to remind myself about. So I actually do a lot of journaling to make sure I'm, I always see that big picture. But a lot of it comes from, I think, first personal values and goals and where you see yourself going. And um, I'm particularly, especially coming from Creighton University, my alma mater, very mission oriented. Um, So that inspires me every day with the work that I do. And then also through the larger business goals. So when our CEO at Three Day Startup reiterates every week what our strategy is, where we're going, what we're pushing for, what the larger vision of the world looks like when we achieve all that we want to achieve, that really inspires me. And that's so important, I feel like, for determination and for myself, because anytime I lose focus and I feel like I'm into something that doesn't it doesn't impact the world in a particular way. I just kind of feel like I'm doing a bunch of things instead of it all having meaning. Um, yeah. Is that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. That certainly bit? helps when, you know, as I'm reading the description of determination, it just sort of sounds infla- inflappable. Like you, you just can't get them down. Those folks with determination. Is there ever a time when you've felt the weight of a setback? Like, have you ever really been knocked down? Yeah, so I I usually get knocked down every year around October <laughs> in November. <laughs> so I have I don't know if other individuals who have determination at their top feel this, but I'll go through these cycles and I've talked with a couple other people that have achiever as well about this, but you'll go through cycles of doing so much, pushing towards your goal, and you get up to like the top of the mountain. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I've given everything. I can't even remember everything that I just did and all the work that I put into it. And then you kind of fall off for a second and you are just like, okay, I need to chill. I need to like take a break. I need to retreat. And for us um, with our organization, that that happened around October twice because October is our time where um, our high season is. So we run the most programs around the world for three-day startup. Um, at our peak in October, most of the grants that we've written in the past, um, the amount of those that we've applied for hit a peak in October. And even for school too, that's around when midterms and things were. And so after that moment, you know, for that whole year, you've been pushing so much that um, at that point, that's usually the time where I need to take a break and and recharge and, and get back up. Um, but what is interesting about that question though is, and I've been talking with a couple people who share Achiever about this, as I mentioned before, is I'll notice that I can't really remember what the obstacles were or what happened or the, the force that I put into something. I just know that it's done. And now I'm looking to the next 50 things that I am like excited about doing and getting done. Um, so that's what's even difficult about thinking about those obstacles in the past, which is why 
I really appreciate journaling and kind of remembering those things and, and teasing that out. Um, cause I feel like it's so easy with determination to just be on to the next thing and not really reflect and honor, um, what you just did <laughs> for those projects. Sounds like a, a great indicator of talent in that you can't even remember it. You know, it just happened. Those obstacles obviously didn't stick with you. It was just the perseverance through the obstacle. Yeah. Uh, that's unique. <laughs> that, that, that is, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. So when you talk about recharging, what kinds of things help you recharge? Yeah, I love going on trips. I love new experiences. So for determination and for achiever, since they're both my number one on BP10 and for the Clifton strengths, being able to do something in a way does recharge me by being able to go on a walk or a hike and just relax or go experience a new culture. That's always really exciting. Um, that appeals to my connectedness number two as well. Um, but sometimes if I really need to recharge, the best thing is to just do nothing for an entire evening or an entire weekend after a big sprint of, you know, five to six months of working on bigger projects or even personal things as well. Just having that time to not have any to-dos coming up allows my brain to reset, refocus, and also let, um, you know, my, if you think of my 10 Clifton strengths, my bottom five in that top 10 are strategy oriented, strategic oriented. And sometimes I'm going so much that I don't allow those strengths to kick in. And so taking that rest allows me to refocus and reframe and say, okay, here's you know, the larger goal that I'm trying to achieve. Here's what I'm moving forward towards. And now I'm ready to pick back up and get back to it. <laughs> There's a great mindfulness in you. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say, it's not just a talent thing. You're really doing this on purpose to figure out what do you need in order to be your best. Um, let's take that into the realm of partnership. So how do people partner with you in a way that really honors your determination? Mm. You said at the beginning, kind of going over determination a little bit about having somebody who is highly creative as a partner really resonates a lot with me. When I think about the great partnerships that I've had in the past, even starting up, three-day startup for the first time at Creighton University, um, one of our core team members, Michelle Vu, we both work together, and she is highly skilled at ideation and incredibly creative. And with both of us working together, I love, you know, being involved with new ideas and thinking about new things and um, thinking about how we can achieve things together. And so she was huge in terms of building up a lot of creativity and a lot of new ideas. And then I came in kind of saying, okay, here's how we're going to make it happen. And I've already started on 10 things. We're already closer to our goal. Let's do this together. And now at three day startup, um, two of my colleagues who I've worked with a lot and we've, it, it was such a great partnership that we ended up staying until like 8, 9 p.m. multiple nights because we were just so excited about the projects and working together. Um, Carlos Estrada and Maya Donahue are two insanely creative individuals similar to Michelle that I worked with at Creighton. And we would get into all these new projects and ways to help impact students around the world based off of some of the needs we were hearing at the programs we were attending. Um, and so because I have so much determination and force, and when I latch onto an idea, it's going to happen. It's not a matter of 
if it's going to happen, it's a matter of when and do we have the time <laughs> and does it fit into the strategy um, to get it done. But for both of those partners, I'd say highly creative individuals are, are super key. Um, and with that, one of my other colleagues, Kelly, who I'm working with now, her number one strength is strategic. And so that's also very helpful as well as somebody who's strong on focus and strategy. That's something that I have in my top 10, but it's not something that I necessarily always lead with. I lead with doing, I lead with executing and um, getting projects done and along the way figuring out, you know, which ones are working and which ones fit into a larger role. And so it's really helpful working with someone like her because she can, you know, see that larger viewpoint because that's what she leads with and say, oh, okay, I can see what you're doing. Actually, let's, let's pivot here or let's change this piece and let's work together and put this force um, into this other direction. And so working with those sorts of individuals is, is really helpful in that partnership. Does your determination hit a point where you know you've latched on? I'm imagining two really big brains in a room working together where like a light goes off and you both just know, yes, now we're going to move forward. <laughs> can, you, can you talk us yeah. through what, what pushes you to take action? I would say passion for whatever we're doing and just clear goal alignment um, and just a lot of excitement behind it. I, I feel... I get really obsessive when I get excited about something and I'll just keep thinking about it and working on it and I won't stop until it gets done. And that's what happened with the grant that we applied for with the State Department for our exchange program that we lead every year with a cohort of 20 Austrian students who come into Austin. And I ended up working on that grant for a full month straight. I was determined to get it done. It kind of had a because we had never written grants before, we took about a month. I took about a month to learn about grant writing, what that meant, what they were looking for, and then the next month to write it and get it all done and build all the partnerships for it. And every single day, I woke up thinking about the grant. I went to bed thinking about the grant. I think I was sleeping and dreaming about the grant, <laughs> and I was just like ready to to get it done um, and and put together. And so, when that clicks for me, I just think about it all the time. And I, and I get really deep into thinking about how we can make it happen any way possible. <laughs> That's beautiful. Amanda Carrion in the, uh, in the chat room mentioned, she pulled out your connectedness as probably being a big part of what blends in there to help mm. you really align your values to your, uh, to your pieces. But it also sounds like there's just a lot of determination. It seems like a, like a horse that hasn't been released yet to race. <laughs> And I imagine that moment it clicks is like, yeah. unleash the horses and let them run. Let the gates open. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah, that's definitely what it feels like for sure. <laughs> Great. Can you tell us a little bit about where BP10 fits into the grand scheme of three-day startup? Yeah, of course. So we, you know, I learned about Clifton Strengths and BP10, what used to be called Entrepreneurial Strengths Finder back at Creighton and through Todd Johnson as well. And with three-day startup, one of the things that we're doing, what's core to our company, is that we're activating student entrepreneurs everywhere, helping them build their entrepreneurial potential and capabilities to use that, you know, whether they go off and start a company, which is what they hope they'll do, or become corporate innovators or start a social impact project. And what you need 
as entrepreneurs, as just people in general, is to understand who you are as a person and to be able to communicate that with other people to work collaboratively. So BP10 for us, we've used this at our programs at Creighton, at our University of Texas at Austin programs, and within our State Department grants as well, to help our participants build a vocabulary for their strengths. And I think that's core to what the BP10 really focuses on and what it builds. Is if you ask people, even in interviews or just casually, what their strengths and weaknesses are, it's hard to pull that out and it's hard to really define those. And what Gallup does so well, and what BP done, BP10 does for entrepreneurs, is it clearly classifies those core strengths, helps you realize and build your self-awareness to what they are, and then it defines them and gives you action items for how to help those innate talents grow even more. Um, and so for us, we're still continuing to find ways to invite BP10 into our work and help that help our participants learn more about themselves and how to work together as a team. Because we've seen that throughout our program that they'll start using a little bit of the language as they go through. And that helps with teams identify, oh, okay, I can see your determination coming out right now. Let's take a step back and let's think about the larger picture. We have three days to build this early stage company within our program. So let's think you know, what we need to do in these next couple hours to get the most out of determination. Um, same for, you know, knowledge in terms of learning and talking with customers and kind of building an understanding of the company and what the customers really need for that particular venture project. Um, you kind of see them using that, that wording and that vocabulary to, to work together better. Is, do you ever get any pushback you know, using BP10 and, and how have you overcome that? Yeah, I think everyone has pushback using any any assessment, um, any sort of personality test that's out there. And anytime anyone pushes back on BP10 or anything else, um, I remind them and that, you know, it's really not to put you in a box at all. It's not to say what you are, because at the end of the day, this is how you perceive yourself um, from, from the test. But it's really to help you, as I said before, build your self-awareness and build a vocabulary around your strengths. So if, you know, for, for instance, somebody didn't believe that they were determination, that that wasn't their number one, then that's a great conversation starter to say, okay, great. Well then, you know, why do you think maybe independence is, or, you know, where have you seen confidence showing up more so than normal? Um, and it's, I think it's a great starting point because if you don't have that vocabulary, that, that benchmark in some way, then it's hard to start the conversation if you don't have the same language. I think that's huge. And I love this idea that you're talking about over and over again of this provides a, a starting point of vocabulary uh, because the way that you're approaching it is let's use this as a starting point for, for discovery, a starting point for awareness, not an end point of, of labeling and of, of just, hey, follow these action items and we'll all be fine. Yeah. Um, what have you learned about your own determination uh, since since discovering that you had it? I would say just a lot of the things that I've been trying to build right now too is that the more focus and intentionality I can put behind my determination, the more successful I'll be. I've seen that through every point of my life through high school, college, and even now in my career, that there are times where 
I, I will always lose focus because I'll be doing too many things and then I'll forget, wait a second, why am I doing all these things? And so incorporating journaling, like walking, taking like actually planning time to relax, which is super hard to do because I love doing so many different things, um, helps again, refocus and reframe. Okay. This is, you know, this is why we're going in this direction or trying out all these different tests. So that's what I would, that's what I would say now, if you're learning more about determination, um, just being able to see when I'm getting into that mode and understanding what I need to do to make the most out of it um, and who I need to partner with as well to, to kind of help overall as a team collaboratively grow. Mm. That's excellent. It's, it's knowing when to use brute force and how to use it thoughtfully. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. <laughs> Alexis, it's, it's interesting to hear you say that because, you know, you and I share determination is number one. But when I mm. when I'm in those situations, I gather people around me to talk and that helps mm. re-energize me. So like if I'm in a situation <laughs> and we're, we're getting, you know, we're getting stuck and I need to get past it, I immediately start gathering groups of people. So it's like, hey, let's get together. Let's talk about this. Let's be around each other's energy. Let's figure this out together. I won't let them call in. You know, I need you here. Um, and we kind of restart or re, you know, re-energize that process. And I, I just love the fact that we share those number ones, but we come at that process fairly different based on, you know, I have a ranger, maximizer, and woo that mm. really drive that, that drive those forward. And yet still the same. I hear these these common themes in you and I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh, I feel that, you know, that <laughs> keep going that we got to get past this. We've got to push through it. The energy, you know, you were talking about taking a break and I'm thinking, when was the last time I took a break? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that determination of for setting up a studio in Washington, DC, we've been talking about yeah. this for a year. Right. And wow. never letting that dog not hunt. Right. Always, mm pushing those things to the, to the front. We've been having a great conversation in the chat room about that, right? I think as those themes, those other talent themes around it, whether it's in your top five of your Clifton Strengths Finder or the, the talent themes that come out of BP10 really influence who you are from that standpoint. So I agree with you on a lot of those, but we really, you and I, even though it's number one, it's fairly strong. I, I imagine on your, on, your, um, on your report, it's a very, very strong one. You still have these different nuances. And I love that. That's what I love about this is that you can't make assumptions. You still have to ask the people. Yeah. And I wonder if, is what's your second on BP10? Selling. Selling? Okay. Yeah. No good. surprise there, right? That's, <laughs> yeah, no that's surprise. A, that's a woo communication all the way, but that does, yeah. that does really influence that, right? Yeah. And I wonder if part of it for me is that my independence is second. Because when I'm in those times where I feel like I'm on the brink of losing focus, that's where I'm able to connect with a bunch of people and start talking about, here's where I'm at, here's where I'm struggling. Um, I actually, I started working with um, a Gallup coach, Lexi Thompson, down in, in Houston. So she's been incredible to work with me through a couple things in terms of just like career focus, which has been great. Um, so I definitely do that. But I think, unlike from what I heard from you, I do that in the times where I'm starting to get down and less focused. And you seem to kind of do it, you know, a lot just naturally. And I wonder if part of that is because of my independence and 
sometimes I'm not sure how to ask for help or how to include other people all the time. And so I just keep going and going and going until I hit this point. And I'm like, wait a second. Okay, I need to stop. What's going on here? What's my focus? Let me talk to some people. <laughs> we'll figure this out. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good point. I, it's just fun to kind of think through that. And, and for me, you know, yeah. sell, selling being number two and influencing that determination, everything is done through groups, you know? So again, pull that arranger in, pull that communication in, pull that woo in and sell the group on the concept. Okay. We have to keep pushing forward. Like we can't stop. Yeah. Um, and so it, 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 now for me, I need to find those talented folks around me. Like I don't have the, I don't have the, the knowledge or sometimes even the skill to get it done myself. I can't take it over. I have to rely on other people. And so it's a constant process of pulling those people along as we go. But we're not going to stop, guys. We are not going to stop, whether it's in the fitness <laughs> center or whether it's at work or it's what we're doing or e even with my kids at home. Guys, we can't stop. Let's, we have to keep moving. And they're like, you know, give me a break, Dad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> give me a break. But it's just, it, yeah, no, that's the way it works. Micah? I'm curious for both of you with determination. It's it's seven for me, uh, so it's not not my top themes. Uh, do you find that that's something you're sought out for? Do other people look to you for determination, or is it something that you just f bring anyway? Hmm. Uh, Alexis, I'll, I'll say I, I never ask. I just give. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't, uh, you know, I'll get in situations and I'll feel like they're stuck, and I'll just naturally start pulling them along. We were at a um, we were at a school board while well, it was uh, like Omaha OPS and it was a whole bunch of people and they'd never been together before. And you know, you know that awkward, you're supposed to have a table conversation and nobody wants to get things going. And I just stood up and like, all right, let's go, let's do this thing. We got to move. We've got things we need to get done, you know? And, and so for me, it's just stepping in and pushing. And when I sense that, you know, standing still, it's pushing forward. Alexis, what, what, what do you think? Yeah, I, I'd say about the same. I don't, I think people know me for being very forceful in what I'm doing, but I don't think I've, I mean, well, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's something that's a part of me that I always have. And that's kind of what you get with the package. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I, I would say, I just think that it's something that's always there, not necessarily sat out for. But if it is, that'd be great to, that'd be great to know. <laughs> so let's say I watch this podcast, I fall in love with determination and I think that is what I'm missing. So if I were to go out and ask to borrow somebody's determination, what would be the most attractive way for me to ask? Ooh. The most attractive way for someone to ask um, if they're looking to court someone with determination uh, would be to sell them, I bet, on the, on the vision and the greater values and mission of what you're doing. Because that's something that if you light up someone with determination, there's no stopping them. Like once you, once you charge them up, yeah, you're, you're in for the ride. <laughs> I mean, you guys, I'm just, so, I've got a list of things I want both of you to just see and sort of like help me start. You got it. <laughs> I'm in. What are we doing, Micah? Let's do a start now. Right? <laughs> I love that. Jim, any ideas of, of what great partners can do to invite your determination? Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes they just need to ask. And, you know, can you help me push something forward? I think some of my Gallup partners have figured this out that, 
they want to get something rolling. It, you know, uh, Micah, the backside to that is I always haven't been a great finisher because of that. So by the time I've gotten st- something going, I'm looking for the next thing to get going. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, you know, great partners for me have been partners who've come along to offer that, you know, that middle inning pitching that, that I can't, I can, you know, I start like a racehorse, but I cannot, I have a really hard time finishing. Now, learning that over the last decade has helped me. And Alexis, I'm, I'm interested in knowing from you too, if you're in that same boat, but knowing that has changed the equation a little bit where I've left a little stamina or a little, uh, built some processes to help me close that I didn't recognize before as, as a young child, I would just start and never finish. Um, and, and I could get things going or get groups moving, but I wouldn't get them going very long. I have really changed that over the last decade and are able to sustain, you know, my internship program is in its seventh year. I have, wow. a, I have a podcast. I've done 310 episodes. That's every Thursday for six and a half years, right? Wow. That's, that's not a typical for me. That wasn't typical, but I've kind of learned to lean on other people or to lean on other processes or for me, create processes that keep sustainability. Alexis, do you struggle with that? Your, your themes may not lead that way, but do you feel that same way too? Or how is it different for you? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. I love starting up new projects. Actually with three day startup, one of the things that has been so exciting for me is to be able to launch our program in Australia, to launch our program in Malawi and Ireland for the very first time. And so new projects for me are, are super exciting. And what I found thinking of good partners is individuals that I can work with to kind of work alongside them to say, this is how I've built up the process so far. And then they come in with their creativity and also process background and say, okay, based off of what you've done, here's how we can build a process and a structure around this to continue scaling it out. So I've learned a lot over the the past few years, just in terms of documenting what I'm doing as I go along. So as I kind of meant before, um, or as I kind of mentioned before about how I journal in my free time, just personally, um, also kind of jotting down after each project, okay, this is what happened, you know, honoring that all, all that determination just set in and now it's done. Um, This is what went on and here's what we need to block out and do for the next project going forward. So it's, it's definitely not natural at all for me. Um, but I've been finding different ways to kind of push myself in being consistent with pushing myself to step back a second, reflect on what's happened, and then start documenting that process. But as you kind of said before, you know, having a great team around you and co-collaborators, co-collaborators is so important because um, there's a, a few individuals on my team, especially Kelly, who I was mentioning before, who's very strategic. She is incredible with process and building that out. So we've been working together a lot on um, building out an even you know better process for the Austria to Austin exchange program. Yeah, Micah. Also for me, you know, along those processes um, is treating each process within a project like a mini startup, so that I mm. like I don't you know now I'm I try to get each one of those things excited, so I don't ever drop the whole project. I just come back to it and like oh. All right, we need. Let's talk about Theme Thursday. Like you and I, like we reinvented Theme Thursday this season. We restarted Builder Talent Tuesday this season. Yeah, all doing the same webcasting stuff. But it was for me, it was sticking to those. We're gonna do this again. And Mm -hmm. what are we doing in season three? And how are we gonna start this? And so treating each one of those projects like its own startup has been really helpful for me in maintaining long stretches of projects I normally would have ditched. 
you know, a long Jim, time is ago. That a, is that a mindset thing or are there steps you take in order to treat something like a startup? No, it's been intentional for me. I mean, I definitely have thought through like, how do I, how do I survive longer on projects? Cause I got dinged for it a lot when I was younger. Like, yeah, you quit too easy from a, I mean, you move on too easy. You go, you know, you get things started and then you never finish. And so I was, I've, I've worked hard over the last decade or so to kind of shake that a little bit, but to figure out how to use that to my advantage. I'm not going to change. I still don't necessarily like to stay on projects for a long time. But if I treat those steps in the project like they're each a new startup thing, then I get excited about it. Hey, let's do a new thing. You know, the internship for me has changed every year. We kind of, it's a new year. We treat it like it's brand new. And that has has kept me, you know, and I think it's made it more powerful, by the way. I think because, you know, tackle in, maximize or whatever, and we improve those. Alexis, I'm sure you get some opportunities in every new startup to start fresh or start new or make some improvements, which is really helpful in the startup community, I would assume. And Jim, where's your activator? Uh, five. Yeah, I, I wondered. Uh, it's it's really cool to hear the the contrast between your determination with activator and Alexis's determination with achiever. You know, it's that it sounds like where Alexis gets into trouble is when she's just completed so many things. Where with activator and Jim, it's I might get into trouble if I've started so many things. Yeah, and I think Alexis, I hear in you that achiever likes to compl- You know, you like to check some stuff off, and I I don't really care about checking it off. I <laughs> I care about influencing people. How many people have I? Dr- drug along with me on this process, right? Mm-hmm. So instead of checking off things, I'm dragging along people. And it's, it's just a different, like, it's just a different way to see that. So it, that I, I know to put myself in situations when we need to move massive amounts of people, maybe like 3,000 coaches around the world or something maybe. like that, right? <laughs> right? Oh, that's small. need to be in the middle of that, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. It's so important, just the mindset that, that you were kind of mentioning, Jim, to get into when you're using determination around that. Yeah. Just having the right mindset, the right focus for thinking about projects. Do you, Alexis, do you take on projects intentionally because they're hard? I mean, do you find like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Grants, grants, for instance, nobody, I don't have a background. Um, yeah. and for these grants. So I wrote last year, our goal for the year was to write grants. Um, uh, like $2 million worth in grants. And so I finished that in three months. And so I was, you know, then we had to change our goal. <laughs> and these were 50, 60, sometimes 70 page documents. And so the fact that it's really challenging, really complicated, also because I have that learner and me too, I'm really excited about the opportunity just to dig in there and figure it out. That's excellent. Well, thanks, you two. This has been a really great uh, case study in in determination. Alexis, I got to tell you that um, Amanda in the chat group says, Alexis is wonderful. If she, if she could bottle her determ- determination, I would buy a case. And, oh, you know, book sweet. shopping is pretty cool. So you should uh, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> I can bottle up some of that. Um, e- either of you want to add anything else uh, specific to determination? What Maybe what you wish the world would really understand about this theme? I I would say, if you don't mind me starting, Jim, that determination, people with determination can have, they can be very forceful and they have lots of energy behind what they do. They can get a lot done, but they also need a break. So if you are working with someone with determination um, and if you're building a partnership with them, making sure that they take time to smell the roses, 
not all the roses, <laughs> um, but, but just a few, just to kind of take a step back and reflect on why they're doing what they're doing. I think that'll be really helpful um, for, for both people. That's a good question, Micah. You you've, you maybe stumped me a little bit on this. I I think you just use that determination. You can get through it. Just um <laughs> just use me. You know, no knowing that um that I can I can often um power those difficult situations and kind of motor through them. Um, you know, take advantage of it. It's it's there. It's available. And and certainly that's I mean that's kind of the story of my job here over the last ten years at Gallup is is being pushed through some pretty difficult situations uh, and overcoming them. So, yeah, just I think if, if you, you you have somebody with determination, certainly put them in situations where they can. And, and you know what? Really ask some great questions. Don't make assumptions. Uh, really spend some time with them and figuring out, okay, how can we use this determination the best? Because you've heard between Alexis and I, it's a, it's a little different. There's a little different feel to it. And so don't make any assumptions about it. Dig mm. in, ask some questions. How can I use you the best? because everybody will be a little bit different. I think sometimes we make these assumptions and then we, we go in and it's wrong and, uh, and everybody's a little bit different. And I think people appreciate that when you ask them. That's beautiful. I was looking in, in the chat group a little bit as we've been talking today, and there was a bunch of conversations about, hey, who's a great partner for this for this theme? And it brought me back to a post that Kurt Leesfeld wrote several years ago about compatibility. And really, the whole gist of it is that um, it, you're never going to win that conversation if you keep asking yourself, who do I need? But instead, if you can answer the question, what do I have to offer and what's the best way that I can offer it? That's how you get to true you know, collaboration and, and compatibility. And I just love that both of you have had um, the, the high level of mindfulness about your own selves to say, here's what I need to honor my own talents. And then today you've shared that you know, with us and with the world by being able to say, here's the value that it brings uh, to people who really need it. For me, what stands out about determination from both of you was uh, that moment when I asked, well, you know, do people ask for your determination? And both of you were just so potently offering it that it, it, it didn't have to be sought out. I think that's really cool and unique about determination. It's that it's there all the time. You're jumping in, in many cases, to be the tip of the sword and the, the first person who's willing to knock down the door, but also in many cases to be the first follower. And the, and the power of the assist in a lot of ways, just to say, I'll bring some muscle to, to what we need to do and I'll move us forward. So thanks to both of you. Uh, th Alexis, thank you so much for uh, for joining us um, and for all the work that you continue to do. I mean, it just <laughs> seems like I could throw something completely out of left field your way and you'd, you'd hit a it. home run. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Alexis, I'll say thanks as well. It's been great to hear you, you know, as we dig into each of these, these talents. Uh, it's been great to just hear your flavor of this and has given me some rich insight into mine. So thanks for coming <laughs> on. I appreciate it. Hang tight with us for a second. I'll have you mute again, and if you will, and then just hang tight for one second. We'll be right back with you. We'll remind everyone to take full advantage of all the resources we have available at the Gallup Strength Center. Just go to gallupstrengthcenter.com if you'd like. Uh, or if you have questions or comments, if you want to get those to us, you can send us an email, coaching at gallup.com. You can also catch the recorded audio and video of all these programs. And I think we're, Micah, we're seven or eight in this series. We're I close. Know. I don't know. <laughs> we are, we are getting, we are getting, apparently details are not my forte. We are getting pretty close. And so you can go back. If this is your first one, you can go back and watch a bunch of them. They're all available on our coach's blog. We'd invite you to head out there coaching.gallup.com. If you're interested in becoming a Gallup certified strengths coach, or you're wondering like, 
how would I get more of this BP10 goodness, right? Uh, we got all the courses that we've ever, uh, that we're offering right now or will offer in the future is on our courses site until they change that. But for today, courses.gallup.com will get you there as well. Don't forget, we have the Clifton Strength Summit coming up as well, July 17th, 18th, and 19th. And many of you are getting registered. We're just getting ready to introduce or announce our breakout sessions are coming up here. And we did a special video with Sherry Tier. All about the summit. It's available. It's going to be available on our coach's blog, but available on our live channel for sure. Uh, get all that information. CliftonStrengthSummit.com. We'd love to see you in Omaha. I think we're, um, my goal is to get a thousand or more folks here, and we hope we get you here. It'll be great to have you. So get signed up for that as well. If you found this helpful, and why wouldn't you? Share it. We'd ask you to let your friends know. So put it out there on social media, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you do, uh, Instagram, any of those. Put it out there. And with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.